Hello and welcome to the Thursday show. If you didn't guess, this is a, do, a show we do on Thursdays on the Frontline Gaming Network. If you're listening uh, on uh, the podcast later, make sure you leave us a five-star review. Uh, click like, share, and subscribe. If you're in the competitive 40K chat on Facebook, make sure you uh, hit up those comments so we can hear what you're talking about. Want to see what, you're, what you think about our analysis as we run down the biggest tournaments and the best tournaments coming up on the weekend on the horizon. My name is Paul Murphy. I'm joined by Adam Camilleri. Evening, everybody. Happy to be here. Dustin Henshaw. Howdy doody, everybody. Welcome to the Thursday show. We have a couple of big, we're going across the pond. That's what we say. I don't know if we say it or they say it and we took it first or they took it from us. But we're going all the way back to London where the scene seems to be on fire with major after major after super major. Dude, they are smashing it. Like last last week, we had a 600-player event in Spain. We've got a combined 270, 280-ish players playing in London this weekend. It's just it's just chugging along here, there, and everywhere. Absolutely amazing to see. I haven't. Uh, I wasn't born in the right country, apparently, for 40k. Like this is there's so many <laughs> events out there. I'm missing out on all of these events. I hate it. I hate it. Well, it just feels like we've got a you know a multiple hundred player event just about every damn weekend now. It's amazing. What a, what a time to be alive for be a 40k fan. Yeah, and especially with you know with with some of the the lists we're seeing, how people are evolving and adapting to things, and and, and it's been interesting to follow uh, at least the, some of the stats that we're seeing. And we are going to run down the stats of these events about what you what you plan or what you are expect to see there. We're going to talk a bit about what we think the top contenders are. We're going to talk about some fun lists, and then we're going to also inject some comments about what it may take to beat those things that we perceived or that have the stats that back up being at the top. Exactly right. First of those events, we've got an interesting event here. It might be the first of its kind that we've broken down on this show, at least. Um, the London Grand Tournament crew, that being Zach and his team, they're running the Coventry Super Major in London, England this weekend, but they're running two events uh, at the same time. Have you, guys, have you guys seen this much? Is this a new kind of paradigm or archetype we're seeing for event structure that I'm just not up to date with? Well, I know this has been in Europe, uh, you know, like things like with the WCC and that kind of stuff where they run tournaments on one day mm -hmm. and then and tournaments on another day uh, or a different kind of tournament on another day. Adepticon does this kind of thing there, you know, any of these big uh, things where you're getting lots of people all together, uh, it's, you know, gives people options. If they, if they uh, crash and burn out of one thing, they can start up in another thing, or if they just want to make a whole weekend of it, where do they start? Get your 15 yeah. games of 40K in over the weekend. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be doing that? Oh, exactly. I mean, I, I love the idea of it too. I wish we had more of it here. I'm just lucky to get a tournament, like one, mm. one tournament around here. I wish we could get things like that. We, we, we'll get back to it, I think. I think North America will start to see these kind of events too because it's really, like you were saying, it's really good options for people. If you fall out of it, they're, okay, I still got another event to play in. This is great. Like mm. I'm still getting my games in no matter what. That's what you love to see. Exactly right. Now, we've got two events to cover, but they're kind of the same branded event. It's the Coventry Super Major and Coventry GT or Major. The first one is a three-day, eight-game slubber knocker that we're starting to become quite uh, used to. Starts on the Friday, you play three games Friday, three games Saturday, cut to the top eight after five or six games, and then last, you know, the top guys play on the Sunday or whatnot. Um, and then running concurrent to that on the Saturday and Sunday, there's a five-game there's a five-round major, so three games on Saturday, two games on the Sunday. So it really gives you, pick your poison, 180 players, 183 players for the, the eight-round super major, and still getting 95 for the, for the, for the for only the weekend, only the Saturday and Sunday event. Pretty damn good. You know, testament to the UK scene that you get such turnouts for both. When I first heard about this, I'm like, well, you're just going to water down both events, aren't you? That's what's just going to happen? And they're like, nah, Adam, they're almost, <laughs> the one's, one's 180 players, one's almost 100 players. You're like, shut up, you don't know anything. And it turns out they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the point is giving people options about how to get out and, and experience this game. You know, there's some mm -hmm. people that I think that uh, want that that full on experience of I don't care how many games it is. I'm going to I'm going to claw mm. and scrape for the top. And then there's a, a probably a different path to victory with, with the other thing. And and it's it's cool that the, the, the one, the community will support it. Uh, but then that there's uh, these different ways to experience it for folks. But I mean, we've got some comments from the organizers themselves is the events, the first of its kind in the UK where players show a traditional uh, favor, a five round two day event. But while it's a first of its kind in this regard it has not uh it has lots of known faces in attendance and then we go on and we'll talk about them as we get deeper into the stats uh but you know th there's plenty of itc points to be had and mm. maybe that's it maybe there's two opportunities to scoop some itc uh points over the course of this weekend yeah well so it's almost so if i was looking at this event yeah 
And I looked. I, I could look at the, all the players in attendance and all the lists before I decided which one I was going to go to. I'd look at one and be like, well, the eight-rounder, that's where all the serious boys are. And if I'm not will, willing to take a super serious list, chances are I'm not going to do as well. And so if I still want to have a good... If I was going to farm points, I feel like I'd almost be like, I'd go to the five... If I wasn't going to play like Admech, Drakari, I wasn't going to play with a huge, crazy, super faction, you know, predominant list, I'd be like, if I just want to do well or do better than average with Dark Angels, I'll let all the big boys go to the eight-rounder, and I'm going to go play in the, the five-rounder with the other Man. the other guys of York. I feel like it'd be a good way to have a little bit more fun with the stuff you want to take. Let me challenge that slightly. Now, look, I haven't looked at the, 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 mm-hmm. the stats of what were the factions that we're going to see, and that's one of the things we do, a rundown of all the factions, how they're split up, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna uh, talk a little bit ahead of that and be maybe told to shut up when we get there or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but in the, with the density of players, with the quantity of players that are there, you might be able to, to thread that needle, to run that gauntlet and only have to uh, encounter some of those lists either at the, at the very end of the tournament. Mm. Maybe we've got reps under you from, uh, you know, this whatever uh, – B- bizarro list that you've taken or whatever the counter the counter meta list that you've taken uh you know or uh though they get kind of all forced to play each other in the first round or two and then you just get to dodge them all the way that's the thing man absolutely a thing do you want to head into those stats you want to jump into that breakdown i want to see uh, yeah, let's breakdown. Go. yeah awesome all right so Starting off with the, we're going to start off with the big boy. We're going to start with the eight rounder, guys. 183 players, eight rounds. Quick and dirty stats for your viewing pleasure. If you're not watching this live uh, or you're not watching this visually, jump over onto YouTube. Jump over to see us uh, on um, wherever we may be on whatever platforms. Uh, because, yeah, we do do a full breakdown for your viewing pleasure as well as your auditory enjoyment. Um, the first he up is the uh, <laughs> Imperial Super Faction. Starting off, um, 11 Sisters. Seven Custodes, nine Admech, two Guard, uh, ten Grey Knights, and seven Imperial Knights. Uh, straight off the bat there, seven Imperial Knights is way oh, over. Let, let, me, let me say something right now, because in the comments we got from one of the organizers, they mentioned that they added some additional line of sight terrain, mm. blocking terrain, and I wonder if, they, I mean, they had to have made that public, because maybe the last time they ran an event, it was more of a, a shooting gallery, shooting and the gallery. Night players like, you know what? I'm bringing those knights next time. <laughs> next time. And then they're like, oh no, he added more terrain. <laughs> yeah, well, like, what? So, uh, Dustin, do you, do you remember what happened in the final of the LGT? Because this is the same This is the same gentleman, the same Zach running his his same bunch of super majors he's going to be running every year. Do you, do you remember what happened there and why he wanted to make the adjustment for people at home? No, I actually don't. You, why don't you enlighten us? So that was the matchup where it was Malik Rubio versus Alex Harrison. And mm-hmm. it was decided in the first turn when the Admech player went first and mm-hmm. Alex couldn't hide him enough of his army to stop from losing. Well, he lost half of it. He lost all the stuff that was going to do any like, decent all, damage. All the damage. The, the Proper damage target priority. Exactly, yeah. yeah. He had no way to protect or insulate the important bits of his army that he needed to function in his turn one to make it a game. Yeah. Um, some people say he still could have played the game and gotten a bunch of points, but that's not, it doesn't matter. If you're not going to get the yeah, W I, in the yeah. final, it, it doesn't matter. It, it, it didn't matter that. Yeah. Point, exactly yeah um so zach knowing that saying that's taking on feedback which he's been amazing at doing for the entire duration of his to career so far he's taken feedback added more terrain and yeah legit what paul said is exactly right guys people were like well last time knights would have been great so this time <laughs> knights will be su- stupendous i'm gonna take my knights out and we will see <laughs> it's well, curious, we'll say, though, knights too. are also just fun to play with so you know oh for sure <laughs> but it's, it's curious to see that because the main thing that was the problem with the flyers, right? To add enough terrain to make flyers not work. Yes. I don't know if that's a, that's yeah. possible. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Well, that's the problem with flyers. The problem is we build yeah. all this terrain up to make games interactive and flyers are just like, sorry, bro. I don't care. I don't care how much terrain you got. It doesn't matter. You, you, there's no such thing as enough terrain. A Necromunda board? Maybe, you know? <laughs> don't steal the thunder from the Fuego Rapido segment coming up. We got to. Okay. Oh, oh, sick. oh, yeah. Sick. I, I haven't yeah, looked at them, so I don't know. What... <laughs> all right. So Space Marine Super Faction, eight unlisted Astartes. Get your act together, boys. Up your game. Um, eight uh, Dark Angels, eight Space Wolves, four Blood Angels, one Ultramarines, three Iron Hands, four White Scars, four Death Watch. So there's a nice like eight space wolves it's been a while since we've, we've talked about this there was about a month um about two or three months ago there was about three weeks four weeks where space wolves were the most numerous space marine faction and they're holding about parity with like the most defensive of the space marine archetypes that being the dark angels what do you think guys do you think because there's there's going to be more terrain now people will feel like they're safer to bring stuff like the space wolves if they're staying constant or do you think people are swinging back to the dark angels on the opposite side of the coin because they're like well if i can be seen what's going to not get table turn one a bunch of deathwing terminators you know we've seen an uptick in, in space wolves continue they they continue mm-hmm. to be one of the highest ranked mm-hmm. astartes faction at least for for uh attendance wise 
uh, because they've got all these little subtle tricks that really work well. And if you inject that more positional, that uh, the power that terrain gives is allow you Mm. to let your plans develop. You get to do things and be on the table and explore these mid range and, and, uh, and short range tactics and space wolves really excel at that. Well, I've been trying to think about the word that it describes the space was archetype. And I think it's deterrent. Like they are, they've just got so many built in deterrents into them. The heroic interventions, the bigger heroic interventions, the, all the fights last, all the explosives, you know, explosive extra attacks with well into range and board heroes. They're just, it's just so many levels of deterrent to wanting to go and take their objectives, take their stuff away from them. Like a, like a dog with a bone, like a wolf with a bone. They're just not going to give up what they take because they've got so many deterrents. I'm glad you or, got there. That's perfect. More like a dog that's chasing the car. They don't know what they're going to do when they they catch it. When they just... yeah, they catch it. Like, uh... <laughs> just keep chasing it. <laughs> I don't know. And I want to see one of these guys win because I want to see what they do with it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on to the chaos super faction. Three uh, mixed chaos. Three chaos space marines. Nine T suns. Ten death guard. Six demons. Three renegade knights. Once again, the UK and like the European, the Central Europe, or you know, the Central European nations just seem to be a hotbed of death guard goodness. They uh, are. I will say. Everywhere. I looked at I looked at a lot of the lists that we saw pop up over the last couple of weeks or whatever, and flesh mobbers are making their way in there. I don't know if people are listening. Well, I don't know if I just kind of lucked into being right. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't think you lucked into it. I think you just looked at the matter and be like, well, if toughness three and toughness four things are everywhere, well, flesh mobs are just good, right? Like they're just good. They well, got the minus one damage, so that the, the, all the buggies and a lot of the, the the orc stuff just bounces off, or you don't care. Waste a thirty army killing this one flesh mower. Do it. I want you That's to. The body um, this thing is on. Hmm. This the, the nine wounds. You know, d- disgustingly resilient, decent toughness. You know, mm-hmm. it's. I think it's positioned very well. The blood though was the blade drone with the flesh mowers positioned yeah, very well. Yeah, blade drone. Uh, moving on, Xeno Superfaction, uh, nine Crons, uh, eleven Orcs, which is big ups, um, and four Tau, which is actually is, is, uh, that's probably the same. That we, uh, there's only four Tau, but that's like triple what we usually see. We usually, we see one or two for like an hour, 100, 150 player, 180 player event. Um, four Tau leads me to be that's exactly what we saw with the Knights. They were firing lanes on these tables last time, bringing out the Tau because they'll be able to see stuff. I guess I'll bring my Tau. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> But to, to wrap up, uh, Hive Mind Superfaction, one Hive Mind, three Tyranids, one GSC. Pretty Hero. light on. We're still, we're still waiting for that uptick, waiting for that Leviathan supplement swell in the Tyranid players, because I'm expecting to see them come around like for this many I, I players. I don't think this is being used at the at this it's tournament. Not, yeah, I, I, yeah, I could be wrong, but uh, we got uh, one of our one of our men on the scene uh, over there. I think uh, reported that it was not being used, which is which is a letdown to the NID players. I think. Yeah, it is. Well, it's, a bit, it, it's a bit for rough, a but... tournament this big too, like they have to have the cutoff well, a couple mm. of weeks before, right? So it's not I, it's not surprising want, to not allow it. I'm challenging all over the play. Flag on the play. I don't even know if we need that it kind of embargo anymore. If really? the book is out. You know, if it's out, if it even the day before. So you, so you I, well, here's the, here's the, here's the interesting one. Do you think we should, the Black Templars deck should be in play? Saying it's not for general release yet, but it's technically it's out. I, I don't want to get, I mean, look, you asked a question and I've got opinions <laughs> and I, so I'm going to, I'm going to talk about it, right? Uh, I think that we ultimately play this game because we want to put the, the armies and, and stuff on the table that we want to play. There are some, some uh, folks that play what they need to play, but most of us play what we want to play. And if mm. you are a, a super fan and you got that, that codex, then, then get it. But mm. to, to, to hedge my bets here, if not everyone has it, but yet someone's, you can't have somebody playing off old Black Templars and someone playing off new Black Templar in that situation, and that that creates a little yeah. bit of a uh, of a swell. But when there's when the book, uh, I'd like to argue that no one knows all the stratagems that are in anyone else's book for the most part, and so mm-hmm. there's always going to be some "what does that do" kind of thing, and then you have to you have to talk about it. So if the book is out in wide in wide release, then Maybe, maybe uh, the right thing to do is to play with them. And I'd love, love to hear what people here the, have to say in the comments about that. And, I, and let me also go back to hedge my bets that the t- tournament organizers, ultimate ones bearing all the risk, they make all the decisions, and I'm just sitting here talking about it. You know, <laughs> but I'm saying that uh, the, the, the time for holding back uh, on a wide release uh, rules and codexes may be behind us. I uh, would definitely agree with you on that one. I, I, it's... Th- when especially when you have one coming out and you're going to play with that army like right now i have a gt that i'm going to in december i'm terrified that i'm going to be going to this gt 
and I'm going to be bringing my GSC, and I'm going to have all the new rules in my head mm. because I'm going to already read it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like, wait, that's not a thing yet. Crap. All right, never mind. Like, I'm almost going to. I have to bring just pure nids because otherwise, I'm going to make mistakes thinking that I have all these new rules that aren't out yet. So I would agree. If they're out, you want them. Like, who who wants to go to a tournament with their old army knowing the new stuff is already out? I, I think a cleric of witches would probably agree with you there as well. Maybe that's what the yes is for. But uh, but uh, says they love the the one GSC player in this event is dedicated. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, all right. I support so, him 100%. Wrapping up this uh, faction breakdown, we have the most interesting, I think, of the bunch, the Aldari super faction. Six mixed Aldari. That's overs as usual. 15 Drakari. They are the top. That's the most numerous faction of any representation. Six Harlequins and two Asurani. 29 Aldari for this many players is actually tons. It's actually tons, guys. Um, so there's 12 Eldari, sorry, uh, there's 14 Eldari, a mix or whatever, everything other than Drakari, and there's 15 Drakari in addition. This is a I, big thing. I like this mix. I like the mix of the factions across the, I mean, you know, you sprinkle in there. I don't think there's anybody with a goose egg here, right? There's nobody with zero. Um, only goose eggs were, so, yeah, yeah, there's actually no one with zero. There's actually a really good, really good spread here. Um, but yeah, the only one that seems to be an aberration, I think, is that Aldari super faction, because I believe it goes counterintuitive to what we said about the terrain. The, the LGT, yeah, would not have been that kind to Drakari, theoretically, because it was light on terrain. Therefore, you know, you can't hide five boats, six boats, and your Kronos or whatever. Um, and yet they still are the most represented faction in the very next one run by the same TO. So there must be something in play here that we're not seeing. Drakari well, sometimes just don't need terrain. You go first, you don't need well, terrain. That's true. You don't it's care like, oh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> or or you have you have one one shrub on the table, you get to hide your your three succubuses, you know, behind. Yeah, yeah. I mean not your, the, your, your Drazar your, succubus and yeah, yeah, yeah. your three your three Blackstone Fortress Urgles that are frustratingly yeah. <laughs> still a thing. You know? And then you just you just launch into the enemy, you know, with uh, yeah. with Fury Unbound. Uh, mm. but I I think you're I think you're dead on though. There's is that some some of these Drukari players are probably diluted through some of these other things. That, that we're yeah exactly we're right um, but jumping down to our faction podium of course like I said Drakari 15 lists in representation is the most numerous Orcs and Sisters coming in second both with 11 in representation then Grey Knights and Death Guard with 10 coming in third there is quite a bit of a gap though 15 uh, and the next down is 11 Drakari still like over in, uh, in absolute abundance um, now the, this is a pretty stacked event as you'd assume for being a, a central London you know a, mm-hmm. you know, a lot, of, lot of points up for grabs here and the UK is being pretty hotly contested at the moment like the top two top three even the top five guys are all pretty much jostling but there is one above all else who's been pretty much winning just about everything he's gone to he's only been about three or four events he's attended where he hasn't gotten first place and then usually he's top five and that's manny chima currently sitting first in the uk he's got orcs playing freebooters again and this thing is a problem no, <laughs> okay it, it's, this is the list to beat i mean as we've seen witnessed across uh, a lot yes. of channels here is this that- is different this is he, one he step. Was, he was further. blood axes before. He was blood axes before. This is one step further than we've seen this list pushed before, guys. This list usually is predominantly a, a buggies archetype with planes, and this one has been flipped. This is a predominantly planes archetype with buggies. I'll run you through it. Um, it's an it's an outrider, outrider spearhead. Starts up with a warbeast on black. Um, three times one scrap jets. Two was bomb blaster jets. A, a big mech. Three single rocket trucks. Another was bomb. Another daca jet. Makari. Three single mech guns and two more DACA jets, guys. So that is six planes. This gentleman has gone, taken the, the usual two, three, or four planes and gone straight to six. I don't think we've seen in in a in this tier a competitive list seen Makari utilized like this before, but it's always been an option. So you know, have Makari sneak sneak it in there as that uh, as that <laughs> HQ slot. Yeah, it's just cheap. It's cheap HQ, man. Yeah. Um But this list is, uh, uh, I. You just you. I would just rock up, and even though it's on the top table, I just roll to see who goes first. He, he wins. I'm like, yeah, see you later, mate. We're, we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Not even <laughs> rolling this. No, unless, unless I'm like playing something crazy like custodies or only you know terminators or something that just doesn't give. Or up you a don't care about. Yeah. Exactly, you don't or care. You don't, yeah. yeah. Um, but gents, you got any anything to say on this? Because this, this thing is ferocious. <laughs> Remember when we talked no, about no, like, this, not this being is okay the stuff that, that people. <laughs> Uh, they, they, this is the thing that's who's like, man, I don't want to fight that kind of stuff mm. or whatever. You're going to fight it. You don't always have to fight it. Again, this is one of those things that, that it's a little bit streaky. You get, you get the advantage on it and you take out some of the planes and then there's just no way for them to, I think, appreciably uh, come back or, or slug on you with the dilution of the other stuff. Uh, that mm. may be why we see as many uh, Grey Knights and Death Guard 
as we see it here, because they know this kind of thing is going to be in attendance. Because the way, if those Death Guard and Grey Knights are, are structured, they could be structured exactly you're talking about. Same way, bunch of Terminators, a bunch of burst mm-hmm. damage, uh, a bunch of way to deal with. Uh, I mean, they can chew up flying things that they have enough blight drones. You're uh, yeah. with. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's Back all kinds of things to do with and in the uh the Jukari also have a lot of answers. Uh Asherani whole faction has a lot of answers to this. Mm. Uh it is absolutely bestial, uh, but I think it's uh, largely subjective to that go first role. It it really is. And here's here's the counterpoint to it. Malik, I mean Rubio, the gentleman who won both the invitational and the LGT. Uh he's the second ranked UK player. He's playing Admech, and this is the other side of the coin at the moment. It's just interesting that we see Drakari almost taking second fiddle to, to this battle at the moment, this Orc versus Admech battle, which is because I think both these lists have supplanted Drakari. Like in these lists Drakari can't really contend with. They can still win the mission around them. Um but as for like power to power these are yep. supreme. Um, Admech, Lucius Patrol, Mars Patrol, and a Mars Outrider in addition. He's got a Manipulus, a Marshal, two times 20 Rangers, uh, then a Manipulus, 20 Rangers, three Service Raiders, two Stratoraptors, another Marshal, five Infiltrators, seven Rustalkers, um, one, yeah. one, two Ballastari, another Stratoraptor, and a Dune Rider. So he's taking the... Th- he's, he's actually dropped his bomber from previously. He's taking his three, um, his three platforms, but he's taken more infantry than he usually takes. 60 Rangers, and then the two units of um uh explosive melee options with the infiltrators the and i think he did my brother i think he did um well actually i think he didn't i think this is this is paired down for the same terrain if he was i feel like if he was going to play for more for, for more terrain on the table he'd be going more planes okay yeah, yeah could or, be. Do, do you think you're saying it the other way around oh no i'm thinking that like, there's just more places to stick some of these infantry uh and so yeah, you, that's fair. you therefore that's fair. get the just yeah. the, the uh you have more staying power against the aggressiveness of the orcs because there's i mean granted they have a lot of guns but there's only so many units they can peel out in a turn hmm Especially yeah, when you start using your mechanicals and stuff. Now, look, you you're, you could be right, my man. I, I you know just uh, not second guessing that. I just kind of see it as an opportunity to have more body, boots on the ground to hug more terrain, mm. to score more points, more objective secure kicks in because you got you know you just want well, a couple of rounds to go your way and then you're ahead on primary and then you're def- you're fighting over the secondary. It's actually it's it's actually weird, yeah. So in that matchup versus though, so maybe uh, Dustin, do you see the same as me? In the matchup versus the versus the other planes, all he really cares about killing is the Daka jets because yep. the Raz bombs don't kill that many Skatari infantry. They actually don't kill mm-hmm. that many Rangers. Um, and so, but the Daka jets will pick up like, you know, you know, God forbid they hit on fours and they pick up half the squad, hitting on fours, winning on twos, <laughs> you know, whereas the, the Waz bombs actually go into some issues. Um, because the Permatranshuman knocks down their efficiencies horrifically from twos to fours, and then you still get a six up against them, even if they've got 12 shots from their blast on their teleporters. What's that? Hitting on threes at best, eight hits, four wounds, you save one, three dead guys from a was bomb. That is awful. <laughs> awful. Um, so yeah, like maybe he's just here being like, well, I just kill your Daka jets and win the game, win the mission. Uh, um, we got a question about the Mortarian's Anvil on the Death Guard list. Uh, uh, for, I know we're not there yet, but I want to make sure that we hit it because there's that's a... Uh, yeah. That is a... a there's a there's a well, trick there that I want to make sure it gets yeah. So Greg Chamberlain, fifth ranked UK player, he's playing Death Guard, single battalion. I've, I think we've called him out a couple of times on this, and this guy is waving this Death Guard flag loud and proud. It could even be going for best in faction in the world, and he's doing a great job. Motarian's Evil Battalion, um, Lord of Contagion, Malignant Playcaster, three into ten poxies, two Volcar <laughs> Contemptors, three times three uh, units of Death Shroud, a Flower Blight Spawn, Tallyman, two units of three Spawn, and three PBCs. Teat. Lean, tight, nice little package. A big fan. I love this list. Actually, everything about it. This is this is this is the death guard list I would take. I would take two flesh mowers instead of the spawn. But uh, what's the what's the what's Dude. the trick? <laughs> so, uh, so yes, I actually in, in a two thousand point list, I think uh, you're probably right. The flesh mowers in in in, in, in uh, but the spawn just do so much damage. It's just, it's mm. so, so nice. Uh, so anyway, Martarian's Anvil, uh, they have, I don't know if you guys remember in the chat or, or uh, don't nobody go and search for this or whatever, but we were asked, we asked ourselves, what's the best Warlord trait ever? And Gloaming Bloat was on that list. And Gloaming yep. Bloat is the Warlord trait out of Martarian's Anvil, uh, which uh, d- uh, prevents people from uh, setting to defend and what's the other thing? Overwatch instead of defend. And then each time a model in that enemy unit makes an attack, the hit roll and wound roll cannot be re-rolled. It turns off re-rolls mm-hmm. if you're within contagion range. So that is a it's a huge benefit uh, if you plan on getting in close. I, I don't know if it, you guys know, but in Warhammer 40k, re-rolling dice is a big deal. 
<laughs> a lot of people rely on it. <laughs> yes, 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 my dude. Um, in addition to that, their stratagem is actually pretty good. Their stratagem is just a one CP, um, a unit that you have against a heroically intervene. That's yeah. It. Um, one CP unit stratagem in your opponent's charge phase when an enemy unit finishes a charge move. Any number of Mortarian's anvil units from your army that are within three of that enemy unit, they all get to from a heroic intervention as if they were characters. That's a very good, a very, very, very good tech stratagem. Yeah, I think the the trade off, you know, if, if you're, like, I mean, if you don't care, you're not playing for a particular faction or whatever, uh, then you know you're not you're not using Typhus or Mar- Martarion or whatever. You know, you well, you still go with this if you're if yeah, you're Martarion. I, I think so. And Greg, look, Greg's list is he's a, a lean, mean machine man, and he's just geared up to get points and deny you. And look, doesn't I've, I haven't seen him win many events, but look, that's where Death Guard are. But the fact he's fifth with Death Guard, playing only Death Guard, as far as I can tell, absolute props to you, Greg. Like uh, you're an absolute champion. He's Moving got the, the Volkite contenders in there. So, I mean, and the Playburst crawlers. There's yep. so many secondaries available to this guy to mm. choose. Yeah, and just these precious little luck uh, to get all these well, tricks off. Exactly right. As a while we stand, we fight play there on the three PBCs for sure. And you just sit him back and be like, yeah, come to me. I'm coming to my meat grinder of, you know, heroic interventions and no rerolls and mortal wound dumping. Yeah, it's amazing. Anyway, Ben Jones is our last of our top players in attendance. He ranked 10th in the UK. He's playing Drakari. He has a triple battalion. So triple patrol, triple patrol, rather. Um, Strife. Ooh. He's got a custom cult and he's Blackheart. That custom cult, by the way, is Blade Artists um, on five pluses. And it's plus one to wound against monsters and vehicles. And as soon as I read this, my eyes bugged out of my head because I didn't know this exists. And I wrote down <laughs> next to it that he's hunting planes, exclamation point, because that's exactly what that is. And as soon as I, I, I look at I love this going deep. I, those two they... pages of every codexes are becoming more and more relevant every exactly. day. Dude, how did I not know this existed? That's incredible. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, really, the, the strength, uh, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of strength in the Drakari Codex and the, and the fact that there's still things done cover in there. I think it's a, it's a testament to a, how awesome they, that Codex mm. is and how awesome all Codexes can be. Yeah. And so let me break down that detachment for you because, uh, sorry, the detachments for you. So you'll understand what he's doing here. So he's got a succubus, blood brides, uh, a unit of 10 witches, a unit of five witches, then five incubi, five mandrakes, and three reavers. Then here's the custom one. Um, he's got a succubus, blood brides, two units of five hellions. And then his last attachments, two um, Blackstone Fortress Urgles, an Archon Drazar, three into five wax, Rax, Wax, <laughs> um, two into five Incubi, and five Raiders to round it out. Those two units of five Hellions, yeah, when they have five fives to wound are extra rend, and plus one to wound against monsters, so they're wounding on fours. They're good. They're good at pulling planes out of the sky, man, especially if you don't have Ramshackle, like if you are an Admech plane um, without like a Chaff Launcher or whatever. They're very, very good. I think they're amazing. So, I mean, if we can go a little bit into why, is that planes can only be charged by things that have fly or some special will that allows you to to charge them. So they're kind of immune to a one phase of the game if you don't if you're not mm. have the equipment to deal with them. Hellions are a flying unit which allows them to get in to the planes, and now they've got a bonus to get into the planes. Well, exactly. So they they all come with three attacks at base, which you can up with um, combat drugs or up their movement, up their strength. Um, and, and when they get into combat, they attack with what is it? Uh, plus, sorry, they attack a strength four minus one two damage and then yep. every six is extra render every five is extra rend for these guys and uh plus one to wound means they're wounding on fours or you know that's pretty good sorry no, no, they're wounding on fours there's no way to get into threes i don't believe because they're not strife and they can't really be some power from pain in there somewhere i feel i feel there's, like there's a rule yeah. for that but combat drugs they go to four they go to four attacks each there's five guys if they get a plus one attack combat drug five on the on the heliarch man they slap they're so good uh, i love some folks in the chat asking some questions about death guard you know Go no, down that Death Guard rabbit hole. You will not be disappointed. The models are cool. The rules are cool. <laughs> it's, a, it's a deep book, guys. Deep book. Um, picking a winner. I think Manny is going to win because <laughs> I think he's yeah. just got a list that's just going to blitz the absolute bejesus out of everybody. And if he just goes first against the guys who have a chance against him, then it's just not a thing. And I well, think well, I mentioned list... this a little bit of go first dependent, but yeah, you know, we mm. we absolutely know that you you don't get first in a in a in a ranking. By going first all the time. You play the game, you know yeah, the game. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and I think that this is a little bit heavy on the offense, a little mm-hmm. bit less on the defense. And and some of these other lists that we've got that we've had represented here from the other top ranked players, I think are a little bit more on the defensive side. Well, yeah, except the Drakari, but they don't they, the they, they, they don't do defense. Well, I guess they could with like pain engines and stuff, but not yeah, not this this one is not. This one is <laughs> not. <laughs> this one. So um, I mean, I'm gonna go with the the ad mech in this one. 
Good call, good call. Because he did, he did. Um, the last time these two were both in attendance at the same event, they didn't play each other. I don't believe, but Malik did win that event. So good call there, Paul. Uh, I think, think these gentlemen Justin? are both making bets. Yeah. Uh, and it's oh, just, they're definitely making yeah. bets. Which one's coming yeah. out mm. ahead? I'm actually I'm on the side of Malik as well for this one too. The Admech I think have the slight advantage in that mirror match, even going second. So I think I think I'm gonna go with Malik on this for sure. Nice. Don't get me wrong. Manny's like that. That's gonna be a game. Like I'll, I'll watch yeah. that game. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll watch the first half an hour of that game. I think that's oh, all. Oh, going to last. First turn. Gonna go for last. Good game, guys. <laughs> all right. Jumping down to our second event. This is the Coventry Major. Still staying in London though. Yeah, London, yeah. England. It's five, it's five rounds. Um, ninety-five. I love players. London though. It's such a great city. <laughs> well, I just I, I haven't been there. I need to need to go what? sometime soon. Hopefully, it's for one of these amazing events. Um, Imperial Super Faction. Four Sisters, six Custodes, four Admech, four Ashamilitarum, nine Grey Knights, and three Imperial Knights, totaling 30 lists in representation. Next, I'm just going to smash on. Um, Space Marine Superfaction, four Unlisted Astartes, disappointing. Uh, six, six Dark Angels, two Spacels, two Blood Angels, one Iron Hands, three Death Watch, 18 lists. Chaos is there no way for them to declare like they're the Jardons or whatever? Is well, uh... I looked up a couple of these, and I, I think there's two of them that are just Iron Hand successes. So just list yourselves as Iron Hands, boys. Just, just your Iron Make hands. it easier you on us. Yeah, are. come on. There is there is one that is playing as Minotaurs. He's Iron Hands playing, Ooh. you know, Minotaurs. Yeah. Um, so that's spicy. I like that a lot. Um, uh, Chaos Superfaction. Sorry, it's oh. such a good good looking models of Minotaurs. I, I don't want to sidetrack oh. us in the model discussion, but. Absolutely. I would love to see a Primarisified, those Forge World Scops Primarisified, like a full-sized, is it heck, it's not, um, is it Moloch? Yeah, uh, Asterian Moloch, the uh, the chapter master. He's such a beautiful model. Yeah. I don't, Spartan know, goodness. Space reason. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, another damn language. Another uh, you language. Go, you go back with your Achilles Ridge whatevers. Um, Chaos Super wow! Faction, one Chaos Soup, one Chaos Space Race, seven. Disrespect. <laughs> Ted Death Guard, zero demons, uh, one Renegade Knight. Uh, straight into Xenos, four Necrons, five Orcs, two Tau. Hive Mind, total just three Tyranids. No Hive Mind, no GSC. Mwah, mwah. We'll see that soon. They'll be back soon. They're um, coming. Don't, don't you worry. I'm not worried. They're uh, coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, they're I'm not coming. concerned. I think, I think they're going to be back. Um, Eldari Superfaction, well, one, one of these lists might be G Maybe just one of these. Maybe one of the Tau's just a blip. It's <laughs> uh, yeah. I like See? It. Big brain what? plays. Because <laughs> well, well, is is that a thing though? Could like could uh, could there be a Tau Gene Civil Cult like a technically? Subverse? You could, couldn't there? Absolutely. That could be sick. There is that actually is... a story of an Eldar Gene Civil Cult. There is actually that's a awesome. novel on that. I'm gonna read that because that sounds phenomenal. Like, how do yeah. they subvert? How do they interact with the, all the all the soul stones and all the gems and the this history with uh you know she thirst and all that stuff? That's very cool. carefully. Mm. Um, you'd have to. Um, Aldari <laughs> Superfaction, one mixed Eldari, seven Drakari, three Harlequins, three Asurani. Our faction podium sits as thus Death Guard, number one, with 10 lists. Number two is, is Grey Knights with nine, and then equal third is Drakari and T Suns with seven. Once again, Death Guard, just like UK is just Death Guard homeland. And I want to say most of um, Western Europe as well just seem to have Death Guard just everywhere. <laughs> used to be in, in, in trenches they have trench fighting i think is one of the stratagems <laughs> oh yeah. yeah 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 all quiet on the western front okay. uh but <laughs> so our 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 death guard basically is setting themselves up to be a bit of a spoiler list you know it's i guess you know what what are they taking in their list uh that they think you're going to give them the actual you know the competitive advantage they need to get a top spot well, I actually think if you're if you're not willing to chase or to you know in bunny is chase the meta and play one of these top lists, Death Guard is a great fallback. You are just never gonna get stomped. You just well, never that's gonna the big get thing too. Blitzed. And all these Alpha Strike lists that are coming out here, you know what survives yeah. it well? Death Guard. Death Guard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, in those games, you just all you do is just put your Poxwalkers in reserve, and you're like, well, everything's yeah. every all my characters are bodyguarded by Death Shroud. Good luck, mate. And I've just yeah. got PBCs for your, you know, your chewing pleasure. Chew yeah. away, sir. I don't mind. You know, Death Shroud are a trap. They they are a point sink. You're better off with Blood Lords. Thank me later. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I think I think like zero Death Shroud is a mistake because just having just bodyguard is so overpowered. Bodyguard is just so overpowered. Um, I think one unit's fine. But yeah, I don't really don't mind if whichever one you want to go down. I just think you need like five That's to ten Termies so as a options. minimum. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm still waiting to see somebody make Plague Marines work. Because I look at how much they cost, their points cost, and I look at their defensive profile, and I'm like, how is this bad? 
Like, it's I mean, tough. Obviously, you just offensively, don't, you don't necessarily that, yeah. feel good taking Plague Marines because of the function. They still seemingly die as quickly as a 10-man unit occultist. That, that's correct. And also, they don't deal much damage. They don't really kill that well yeah. in this day and age. You've got to get in there. If you can actually like, close the gap. And that's what maybe the terrain influences that. Hmm. Because if the, if you get an extra round of them, let's say that the, the terrain helps you get one more turn of them and be able to get in there and do those, like the trench fighters and stuff, they're actually pretty potent hmm. in close combat. Well, I mean, I, I wanna, at very close range, let me say that. I don't want to go out on a limb and say that plague marines have been ruined by the restrictions on their data sheets but that's a thing the fact you can't build them for a purpose you can't make them a homogenous beast like that is actually out to do something like you can't make the whole unit good in combat against these profiles it has to be one mace and one flail and one axe and one thing and just like i'm too i'm too restricted i can't i can't you know go after and hunt the things i want to hunt unless you're it turns people away you really just, I mean, you're better off with a couple of units of box walkers or one, and mm. then some cultist. And, and that's four, because that frees up your points to put as many, so don't take the death route, take the black lords and the, and the, and the flesh mowers. Black mowers. <laughs> Always the flesh mowers. You have to have the flesh mowers. If you've learned anything from watching the show, it's you take flesh mowers. Fair. Um, so top players in attendance, gentlemen, uh, we have Ollie at the wheel. I know I'm. I, that's that's what he's listed as BCP. Ollie at the wheel. He's third in the UK. So even if it's a joke name, he's doing pretty damn well. Playing T Suns. He's got a cult of duplicity and a cult of time, battalion, and patrol. Starts off with an exalted sorceress, uh, a T Suns demon prince, three units of five rubiks and one unit of six, a Volkite contemptor, two units of five spawn, a rhino. Then he's got index attachment is Araman, five rubiks and ten scarab occult terminators. Paul, I don't want to say we called it on this on the spawn, but my man. We swish called it on yeah. the spawn. Like, yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> the spawn are where it's at. Especially they're no, better in the thousand suns than they are in the in the death guard. Anywhere else, yeah. no backboard, no ring, just yeah. spawn T suns. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is a good list. This is a great list. I mean, I I, I feel like maybe he's not because usually I'd see two or three Volkite contemptors in here just to give you that backfield. They're presence. good in any marine. If you're playing marines, get yourself some volkites and mm. and go to work because that's that's the backbone of your list. You're gonna put out a lot of damage. Yeah, spot on. But uh, yeah, this one's still like uh, I've been looking at Scarabacol Terminators and they are wow. Like their yeah. damage, their 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 damage output actually makes Blight Lords not look amazing. Blight Lords are still phenomenal, but the like oh, the double shooting. Nurgle Matthew, he's just kidding. Don't, don't listen to him. <laughs> the double shooting Soul Reapers, and then you get to have the Cyclone missiles on top. Like you just get two guys in there that do like a whole army's work. They're just like da 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 da. That's dead. That's dead. That's dead. And then you get all these da, all these um Ren two bolters, and then you res the bastards. They are lovely. Just a wonderful unit. Here's the question we got from Nicky D. Williams: Is is what power should Airmen be taking? Uh, lots of mortal wounds. Do you, do you do you did you happen to get the insight when you were looking at the list uh, to see? No, what but if you want to if you want to sit if you want to sit tight for a couple of minutes and talk about yourselves, boys, I will look it up right now. That is I, a good I actually do think that the best thing to do is to load up on as many powers as you can get to cause mortal wounds. But also, you know, you, when you're looking at what value powers, like do, what can I get some extra movement out of? I mean, the Araman is is kind of a damage dealing beast, and I think doubling and tripling down on that uh, is not a bad idea. Well, Araman definitely needs to um, he needs to take her most important powers because he rerolls innately, right? So either ones yeah. that are high casting cost. So like uh, Firestorm, I think it is. I can't remember. I think it's Firestorm Azim, something like that. There's a couple of new ones that they have. I don't remember their new names now, but the ones that require like ten, nine or tens that they get more mortal wounds for it. And you could fish for those higher rolls with Arma because he rerolls innately. Those are the ones you normally want to take with them, in my opinion, which are normally mortal wound output. Sometimes there's one or two, like if you really want, like I'm calling it warp time. I know it's not warp time, guys. I'm not reading that. <laughs> Whatever it is now, see, that's, that's an important one that I went to then. <laughs> Bada boom and the big bada boom and the uh, zippy zaps. Well done, gentlemen. So he's taken glamour, presage, <laughs> temporal surge, and yeah, he's on a discus inch. Temporal so, surge. Tem- yeah, that's presage it. is the plus one to hit. That's old prescience, yeah. That's old prescience. Yeah. Uh, and glamour is minus one to hit, I believe. Minus one to hit, yeah. So, it, so yeah, it's all the it's all the the stuff to just that's just gonna make the um the scarab cult good, right? Because double so moving the, them, they they move very slowly. Give them the plus one to hit, give them the minus one to hit, and then they also got the plus one to save against damage one. And they're just very very hardy. So Dustin called it right, though. I mean, I know we were talking about the damage dealing powers, did, but he's like the did. stuff that I that the, he seems to care yeah. about those powers just working all the time, and so that's what's mm. equipped on air. 
Ben. So maybe that is the right way to go. Oh, we've got another question in chat. Uh, did you catch it, Paul? Um, is Dirty more still a viable with Fleshmar, of course? Well, uh, with Fleshmars. <laughs> Obviously, with I mean, uh, how cool would that be if you had Mortarian and he was holding a blow drone in each hand? I was and just getting like, that picture in my just, head. Just like oh, that's that's his attack. He just holds it up to you to attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this, just is how I, this is how I'm I just, kill you. He swings it. I'm just going to do this. And if you get flesh mowed, <laughs> it's your own fault. <laughs> <laughs> if he could throw a flesh mower uh, oh. four, four extra inches up the table. Oh, my God. That would be cool. Did you That'd know so cool. that the flesh mowers have a stratagem that lets them heroically intervene six inches? <laughs> I did it's know amazing. that. It's I did amazing. Know that. So good. Uh, Flash anyway. guys. <laughs> All right. Next up, the next player in attendance, uh, David Gaylard. He's ranked eighth player in the UK. He's playing Admech. He's got a Mars Outri Outrider and Patrol and a Lucius Battalion. Starts off with a Marshal. Five Infiltrators, seven Rust Stalkers, three single Valistari, two Stratoraptors, and a Dune Rider. Then he's got a, a Tech Priest, five Rangers, two to three Service Raiders, a Stratoraptor, uh, a Marshal, Manipulus, and three times 20 Rangers. This seems very similar to Malik's here. He's got, the, he's got yeah. three three bricks. He's got the three planes. Um, only thing I think he's done... Actually, he hasn't done really that much differently. He's got different amounts of Ballastari. I think pretty much the only difference. Yeah, the Ballastari are all in one squad instead of 2-1-1. One, one, they're just 1-3 from the looks of it. No, no. Um, um, three times three, one. Three times so one. Three individually. Singles. Oh, yeah. so... Sorry, they're just missing one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I can't, I, everything's opposite in Australia. It's not, not my fault. <laughs> you got to read everything backwards. <laughs> so yeah. June tenth is uh, ten seven <laughs> or, or, or six but seven yeah. or whatever. Something. It's a very similar list to um, to what uh, Malik's running, like almost to the word. Um, yeah, th three bricks of rangers. I mean, um, Malik's got one of his bricks in his Mars, whereas I think this gentleman has them all in his Lucius. Uh, yeah, Lucius Battalion has all his rangers in it, so they're all extra hard to kill. All his range, all his ranges. I'm curious That's though. I'm actually curious. Is there a reason that everybody's moving to just three squads of like one Ballastarius now? It went from two groups of three to three groups of two to three yeah. groups of one now. Um eradication of flesh does make it awkward when you have this three small ones because I mean you have to pick up so the way that works is if you pick up more of any kills than they pick up of vehicle kills. Yeah. And by having the singles, you leave yourself open to having, you know, three kills picked up. Yeah, like people can't take that, that with those kind of... It's just, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Secondary. It's real hard to kill. So uh, maybe uh, what we're experiencing was wound overlap. Because it, it's really hard to, to kill one just enough. Right, mm. okay. Uh, so maybe the they squads still, like, were, still got two getting, shots, right? So like, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, which I'd, love to, I'd actually love to hear what the choice is because it's, it's not mm. a point thing because the same number of, of them are you know getting in there. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would I would in my experience with playing the the admec and I yeah don't don't hate I do play admec sometimes sometimes, <sighs> uh, but uh, <laughs> it's very angels, hard to, to kill one uh, uh, just with just enough damage. Mm. You're either um, overkilling it or underkilling it. Question in the chat: um, Was there any um, special weapons on the range units? He's got um, he's got two and one plasma caliber at least on all his uh, three blocks, mm -hmm. and one of them has a programmed retreat, of course, because it is OP as all OP. Um, jumping down, so this what do you guys think of this one, guys? I actually really like that T Suns list. I, I want to see T Suns get another at least podium um, because I think they are they're not getting the respect they deserve because they've been so hard to figure out, like by the player base. I think I feel like they're not getting enough attention. What do you guys think? This will be an interesting one because typically what we've seen is two or three Volkite contenders, and this only has the mm. one in favor of more aggressive stuff. And I actually do think that this leans in better to what the Thousand Suns likely should be doing. Uh, so I think this will be a test to see if we're right about that. <laughs> well, that's yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, they're forcing a, they're forcing more of a mid board battle. Sorry, Dustin, you go. No, no, I was just going to say, too, the, for me, Thousand Suns, they only need one Volkite Contemptor. They give that one the buff to ignore all the modifiers for the damage. That it, so it does the most efficient thing you can do with Exploding Sixes. Mm -hmm. Everything you need is on that one. You don't need more it, than that. You can put points extra, everywhere else. It gets an extra rend as well, doesn't it? It gets rend one. Yes. It gets like Dev Doctrine pseudo. Yeah, yeah. it does. It ignores it, all damage minuses. It wrecks buggies. Like, wrecks mm -hmm. them. It's just one of them. and That's all you need. Like, I've, I've played against one... Volkite uh, Contemptor with the with the buggy list to test it at one point, and it shredded a full squad like every every turn. It was ridiculous. My, my only fear is you just painted such a big fatty target on that guy for Strata Raptors, for Waz bombs, for all those things. Oh like, yeah, it, absolutely. Which is yeah. fine though because yeah, you only have the one, but they're shooting at that, and you have 
the rest of your army. And they're not easy to mm. kill. There's still five up involved innately. And they have the minus one damage. So I'm, I like just the one. You can usually hide it turn one if you need to. If they're coming back there, it doesn't matter how many of them you have. If they need to kill them, they're going to kill them. That's... Mm. <laughs> It's the, it's the more rubrics that's, that I like and the extra scarabs, I, all the infantry in Thousand Suns. That's where you want them. That's what I love. I love the rubrics. I freaking adore rubrics. Yeah. I think they're phenomenal. They're so, so good for the points, for what they bring. To, they bring good shooting. They're eh, okay in combat, but they're a psycho. They bring infernal power mm -hmm. to the, um whatever the thing, the cabal points. Yeah, the cabal they're points. Just, they're having the second wound now, I just think they're crazy good. That actually, what people. makes them superior to the to the plague marines is that they they, they compete in all those sections, yes. And, yes. and they just they yes. just I mean they add flavor and fuel mm. you know to everything that the Thousand Suns should be doing, which is yep. you know, like the plague marines do that as well. You know they're very themey and flavorful, look amazing, but they they have to they need a, a lot to go right for them and a thousand cents can the, the rubrics can just simply be on the table so for mm. comparing one to one that's that's why that's mm -hmm. well, yeah, actually when you're, when you're rubrics. thinking about it too if they're focusing on that volkai contemptor with all their was bombs as the example they're going back there they're gonna kill that contemptor sure then they're gonna lose all their was bombs to psychic and shooting yeah exactly it, it, well, was it worth the trade the probably not yeah, probably not like as soon as you get like within the 18 inch barrier of t-suns you activate you just, them you in melt. every phase you've activated you all their phases <laughs> um so it's it's totally a thing you want to keep them at arm's length but uh, what i love about t-suns and i want to see them force a mid-table battle i think the t-suns mm -hmm. backline lists isn't going to win them games it's no. just going to like cool my shooting went off or it didn't you're just playing space marines don't play space marines play t-suns t-suns yeah. force them to come to you in the middle by having you know it's a spawn pushing up turn one rubrics and, and scarab occult being the second line and then have one or two you know good shooting pieces eg equivalent to pbcs whatnot and then they get in there and you just smite you just grind you just soul burn peptides and mm -hmm. i just made up a word um you know infernal bolts is yep. what i was trying to say it is a thing it's a four-two thing but it's not what i went to say <laughs> anyway you get what i'm saying i, I want t-suns to win this one i'm calling it ollie i don't care what your name is never never heard of it you're gonna win let's go for it I'll Ollie, back y'all back. Wheel out the very wheel, passionate. <laughs> yeah. I'll support that. I'll support that pack. We're uh, down. That, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, all, um, we're all behind the Thousand Suns for this one. All right. We're going to be a little bit on the clock for this last one, but Midmo Maelstrom in Ashland, Missouri. 64 player five round major is our last event of coverage. Um, Imperial Super Faction, three sisters. I'm going to, I'm sorry, I'll go on the link and say uh, the spread of this event is amazing. With the exception of one super faction, we'll get to it. Three sisters, one custodians, two admech, one astromiel time, three grey knights, and one imperial knight. Space marines. Uh, zero dark angels. Pull one out. <laughs> Pull one out. Pull one out. Take it's, that. It's a dark day. It is a dark day. <laughs> Nobody read ahead. No one. None of us are going to be happy with this faction. <laughs> this is just such a slap to me and Dustin. It's almost like they did it on purpose. Uh, I mean, five except space. For <laughs> five space was four blood angels. of the three of us they like paul the most obviously mm. um four blood angels four ultras one iron hands two death watch one black templars chaos uh three chaos soup one the chaos space marines three t-suns two death guard two demons one renegade knights xenos four necrons five orcs zero tau and eh, who cares uh hive mind everybody get your little violins out zero forces of the hive mind zero tyranids zero gsc a donut is the that's the first donut I've ever seen for an entire super faction. That's the first time. Um, no, Dustin thing. just left. <laughs> that's fair. Ridiculous. That's fair. There's nothing else to see here. He can do no good. He can do no good. That was a that was a burn. What the hell is going down in Missouri, guys? What is going on down there? <laughs> that's so good uh last super faction uh eldari one mixed eldari five drakari one harlequins zero asurani um faction podiums this is a it's a great spread it's just a great spread at the top orcs drakari space wolves all having five lists necrons blood angels ultras all space wolves again yeah man two in a row um gk sisters t-suns with three so in our top podium we have nine factions on the podium that's a great freaking spread with the exception of a whole super faction going missing which yeah it's not missing or lying in wait lying in wait generations it. in the making <laughs> <laughs> but yeah what do you guys think of this meta it's quite interesting isn't it i really do interesting like you really want me to comment on that you go ahead paul <laughs> oh no no i think it's interesting and what i do like about it is is that is a that it's seemingly following trends though that you can that you can actually it still fits the stats the metrics that we've been seeing it is a bit of an outlier there are some some uh some things that stick out here but look at that space wolves highly mm. represented mm -hmm. uh necrons and blood angels highly represented 
Grey Knights and Thousand Suns still on the list. Exactly right. And if you'll, we'll do the thing where we, you know, part the part the seas of the Space Marine super faction, you know, pseudo super faction. Um, the defensive portions of that super faction, I would say the ass has well and truly fallen out in Missouri. Um, zero Dark Angels, one Iron Hands, <laughs> like five Space Wolves, four Blood Angels, four Ultras. I looked at some of the Ultras list. There are some of the, the, um, the uh yeah so just the aggressive marines so many more aggressive marines than any other and i feel like that is such a predominant archetype over there apparently yeah well, only two death guards so that's definitely a good call exactly they, they like again, they like just yeah. running at people and killing them that's definitely just, what their meta is savages good on them like getting into it mm-hmm. um orcs well represented as well i mean tau zero for tau as well so you know are you a defensive sh- uh, firebase never heard of you get out of our meta we don't know you like oh, oh, uh, we got uh asante uh sounding off in the chat and saying that there there are only four gray knights on the list but there are three imperial soup list with gray knights in them so gray knights are Ooh, like really heavily represented more, okay. that's big and i had to well, believe I've, that's that's the case i've been looking at i looked at that cadian supplement long and hard and i'm like you know what this needs dreadnought yeah <laughs> <I'd say. laughs> um, but yeah top that's players what was, that's what i was running ben Sherwin, the currently beginning ranks. of uh uh, eighth or it was a uh, gray knights in guard and it was just me, me too it's a strong, oh, strong you're, you're both awful people i didn't do that yeah it was great i had my paladin brick uh that could shoot uh with my two payload manticores and that was just like ah i could shoot everything you've got and here's my nine layers of guardsmen you gotta get through to stop me it was a beautiful time um Ben Sherwin, seventh-ranked player in the USA, is currently the top-ranking attendance. He's playing Grey Knights. He's got a Blades of Victory Patrol and a Sword Barriers Patrol also. Uh, starts off with the Techie, Grandmaster Dread Knight, two times five strikes, two times ten interceptors, and another uh, Dread Knight, so that's the second. And then he has the Techie, another Grandmaster Dread Knight, two strikes, so five strikes, and two more Dread Knights. So that's totaling five Dread Knights. Yeah, that's where you want to be. I got a buddy playing Grey Knights. He's like, I think I'm fine with four. I'm like, man, if you don't get that fifth one put together, <laughs> you're going to have some words. He only has four? I mean, no, he, must he be has here. a fifth. Ooh. He okay. has the fifth. He just oh, yeah. hasn't put it together yet. Like, Come on, man. Yeah, I was about to say, he must be a new player. If he's only got four, he, he didn't play during fifth and sixth, obviously. Um, <laughs> Dustin, so this seems like, to me, this kind of list seems like a hive mind nightmare. Is that true? The GK one? Yeah. The, I mean, the Hive, guard, the hive guard do bring it back quite a bit. But the Hive Guard like... make a big difference in this. If you can hide the Hive Guard unit against this, then they can do a lot of work. It depends on what the rest of the list is, because when you're running in, if you're using like pure nids with all the new GSC, like you'll wreck whatever you go in there, but because it's so MSU, they'll kill you in return normally. You have to play it very carefully. Hive guard make a huge difference in these lists though. Me mm. personally is one of the reasons that I've run so much GSC with them because I have a lot of mining lasers in there too that are in transport. So they're not just easy to pop. Those are, those help me kill mm. uh, the, the dread knights pretty, pretty efficiently. And the, plus there's all kinds of auto cannons there and you know, the strength seven, negative one, two damage is actually pretty efficient at killing uh, dread knights too. Nice. As our producer could probably, <laughs> yeah there's the thumbs, the thumbs up, up. There. okay there we go <laughs> <laughs> so oh. it is it is scary but it depends on the list depends on the list oh apparently dan's list has a calexus in it as well which Ooh. i must have missed apologies if i missed that that's look at this shoddy oh, no, no, reporting apologies. oh no apologies that we're talking about ben Sherwin. the next gentleman is dan salmon oh. 16th in the usa and he has a calexus apparently he's playing oh. admech with a calexus uh he's got a um a mars patrol and a outrider and then he has uh, that's it. He's just got a Master Patrol and an Outrider. He's got a Marshal, uh, 20, 16, 5 Rangers, uh, a 9 and nine man Rust Orcas, 5 man Rust Orcas, 2 Stratoraptors, then he's got a Manipulus, 5 Infiltrators, a 2 man, and then 2 Single Ballastari, 8 Taraxi, 2 times 3 Service Raiders, and the 3rd Stratoraptor, and like I said, a Kalexis Assassin. I was about to say, Grey Knight with a Kalexis is just uh, asking to ruin your own don't, psychic phase. Don't, don't <laughs> like, do that. What happened? <laughs> yeah. I turned my own psychic phase off. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah, this is a this with this with a Calexis uh becomes a much spicier meatball in in my assumption. What do you guys think? With the Calexis making a big difference in some of the matchups that you may have had a little bit of trouble with Admech can deal with uh Great Ice pretty easily, but turning off psychic phases, or not turning them off, but making them more difficult for them, mm. it makes it, it gives them an advantage in the one phase that they don't excel in, right? So I, I think it's perfect. 
in addition to that, we just heard from the, the chat themselves that Grey Knight is like a flagship power faction in this area. Seven Grey Knights in, in attendance. Um, well, sorry, a minimum of seven lists with Grey Knights. And we just heard there was a, a four other mixed Imperium lists that had Grey Knights in it. So mm. this guy is literally just hunt, headhunting Grey Knight players, I can assume. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe he just doesn't like any of them. Like, you know what? I've had it. I've had it with all you guys. Well, I'm bringing this one model. <laughs> and your last Wednesday, your Warhammer Wednesday at the game store or whatever was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, because you know what? He's not hunting. He's not bug hunting. That's that's no. for sure. Is no. <laughs> none no. to be out of. Um, is, is there any other? So there's what? How many other psychic armies are there? So yeah, there's two Death Guard, three T Suns, three Chaos Soup, and two Demons, which could all have psychers in them. Um, but apart from that. Yeah, that it's just Grey Knights, and yes, some, some Chaos Soup he could be hunting. That's actually quite a few Chaos, actually. There's like, Look, and on, on that mm. note, we're actually we're out of time for this show. It's been a lively one in the chat, but before we wrap up, we have a segment that we do every week where we bring up a series of topics. Where we do a we call it the Fuego Repito, where we run down these topics. We give ourselves two minutes to uh, uh, wax on, uh, you know, as much as we can, poetically or bluntly, as we as we as we need to about a series of topics that are either important to us, important to the meta, or just funny. Um, mm. probably maybe low in the funny. I don't know what our sense of how our sense of humor translates. Uh, but yeah, before that, we're gonna get a word from our sponsors and then come back with the Fuego Repito segment. Y'all hang hang tight. At Frontline Gaming, we make the best tabletop gaming mats in the universe. Our mats are durable, rollable, foldable, wipeable, and storable. Oh, and they look damn great too. Join the thousands of tournament regulars and garage gamers who use our mats to bring their gaming surfaces to life. To ensure quality, Frontline Gaming mats are custom made one at a time. Printed with high quality ink, our immersive designs stay crisp and are available in a wide range of styles and sizes. So whether you're playing a war game or skirmish game, whether you're fighting over an alien tundra, fantastical forest, or real world setting, there's a great looking battlefield for you. Our gaming mats are printed on extremely durable neoprene backing, so they won't slide around the table. And they're thick enough to stay flat, protecting what's underneath and allowing for slight uneven surfaces. We know from experience that an easily portable gaming surface is just better. Every mat comes with a sturdy nylon zip-up bag for storage and transportation. Whether your next battle is in your home or at the local game store, you'll be able to unroll your FLG mat and get gaming right away. Our products are all made and tested by passionate gamers of Frontline Gaming HQ right here in the USA. It's time to take your battlefield to a new level. Frontline Gaming, champions of tabletop. And we are back. So in this segment, we give ourselves two minutes on the clock for each one of these topics. Uh, and as soon as production clicks, uh, kicks it off, we're going to jump into it. Beth, sir, Beth. Hey, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best strength six weapon in the game? Doesn't have to be shooting. Can be can be assault uh, or melee. What's the best strength six six weapon? There's a couple of good options. You can't pick I mean, Volkite. Can I mean, uh, well, that just cut out the entire. entire <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. In, that was the answer. In the meta right now. It's got to be the was it the super shooter the strength six one on the Daka Jets, yeah. um, the one that's most relevant. Uh, I'd say I think the best one of the last many 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 years is probably the heavy burst cannon on the Riptide. Ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Okay, okay. Wow. Dustin, you got you got something you want to throw in there? Is yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's seismic cannons. I don't know why you guys aren't even talking. <laughs> what about the stop sign? I the stop sign was <laughs> Everybody that's listening to this is no stop signs aren't strength six. That's the problem. I don't oh. know what stop signs. <laughs> <laughs> they're times two, so technically they're strength ten when you use them. But no, man, obviously it's the seismic cannon. Everybody listening to this is like, what the hell is a seismic I was gonna say, cannon? What is a seismic cannon, please? I have no it idea is... what a seismic cannon. is. <laughs> It's got two profiles, but it's strength six. The, the strength six profile is strength six, negative one, two damage, rending as well. And it's three Ooh. shots. Like, come on. Splash. That's actually three shots. That's Wait, actually that pretty good. Strength six, what? Negative one, two damage, and rending. So it's just a worse star cannon. Shut up. <laughs> I, mean, I was actually going to get my, my <laughs> star cannon. And I was, and I was actually just rending. looking up to see if that was a better or worse star cannon. It's rending. <laughs> star cannons don't rend. Uh, yeah. Call out for the Stinger Salvo Strength 5 producer. producer. It's just, <laughs> get out of here. 
Uh, yeah. So what we say, you know, like I got 12 seconds left on this or whatever, uh, is, is it a lot of weapons that think qualify to this best or whatever is if you don't feel like you're paying a premium for the strength five or strength six, that's how we what, what, would jump into this best category. All right. Here's the next topic. Was life better when characters could join units? Ooh, these are this good question is intentionally ponderous. Ooh. 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 Um, you're first this time, man. I... I'm going to say yes. With the caveat that they just never gave any of their abilities to the unit because that just shattered the game. <laughs> like, yeah. absolutely any bounds you thought there were in the game were just absolutely destroyed. It became a little bit deck builder Like, I'll put Celestine in this. Now I'll put... Um, uh, was Now I'll put... Uh, you know, a fallback in charge. I'll put a, a double shoot mechanic. I'll put Azrael in for four up invulnerable saves. I'll put, yeah, all these things. That's where we got to Death Stars. If you could put things in units, but they only still had their auras, like if you had if you had what we had in seventh now, joined with what we had in, in ninth, like as in they joined the unit, but they still only had their auras, that would be sick. Okay. See, I was uh, I was a guy that did the seer council and basically deck builded, like you said. Oh so. yeah, same here. As the inventor of the <laughs> Super Friends, <laughs> as an archetype, I yeah. uh, absolutely loved it, and uh, mm. <laughs> but my it presented hand... its own series series of problems. I'm so. I'm not going to sit here and pretend my hands are clean either. Like I yeah. played through that. I, I, played I definitely that did it. Was it better? I think I think Adam nailed it though. It, it was it was better as long as they didn't give their abilities to the unit. One guy comes in and says, "Hey guys, <laughs> this is how you run away and still get to fight." That was just ridiculous. That was mm. ridiculous. Oh that was yeah, that hit and run felt like run. you were yeah. absolutely Cheating. turning, flipping the game on its head. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do, I do like the fact that the characters now. It's kind of weird that they are truly independent characters and <laughs> not just a a unit multiplier. Uh, but it, it, this the the current uh, like paradigm we live in also presents its own interesting series of problems that makes like the bodyguard uh, be so exciting. So yeah. that's, you know, I, I don't know. It's, I don't want to be not committal, but I'm, we're out of time. Rough uh, do you experience FOMO fear of missing out when GW releases limited items? Dustin, we'll start with you on this one. I used to, I definitely used to have the FOMO, but as things have gone on and now I've stopped, I've stopped wanting everything that came out limited. So I, I, there was a time that I wanted everything. And then I had, I definitely had FOMO, but now I've kind of, I pick and choose if there's something limited that I really want and I don't get it. Yeah. I know. Then I feel bad, but I've, that's only with like mostly force of the high mind stuff. Now I think anything related. I think that's, to that. there's enough now there was used to be yeah. just like one, this is the one Marine captain or whatever that's coming exactly. out this year. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you felt like you wanted to be a part of that, or if it was celebrating a, a store opening or something like that, and it was in your area, you had to get out there and, and and get it it didn't help though that i play marines and i played catechins and i had to get i had to get all that stuff mm. <laughs> yeah uh, i can't but, remember the last one i got but i'm getting one now i'm getting one soon uh, oh nice. yeah so and, so and then you know but we got the black library stuff too so that's mm-hmm. that's another thing is that you know there's if you are um i know that there are folks that started collecting the limited edition books and then had like legitimate anxiety as the as the collection you know got wider that yeah. they would miss one of those limited edition books. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is you know, and I can't say that they're not justified for feeling that way. But I think you're right putting putting the uh, the limits on yourself, the breaks on your on your uh, like what you actually do want or need is you, you mm-hmm. have to. Yeah. What about oh, you, Adam? I know it maybe you maybe feel differently because you're in Australia. I don't know what this. <laughs> yeah. Is well, the thing is, like, if we just, it's really hard to get stuff. Even like limited release, even more. So I never expect to actually be able to get things, and that, that's probably mm. so. Therefore, I don't really get fear of missing out because I don't actually expect I'm going to be able to. It's more like I'm surprised and glad when I do, rather than a fear of not. Right. So you've, you've already set your expectations. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> this, is an, this is an easy one, gentlemen. No. Uh, oh. Who is oh. the best chapter master? <laughs> no. I'm going last. You guys go. I, 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 I mean, it's Dante. <laughs> of course it's Dante. I know who you guys are saying. Uh, 
No, yeah, you need no. me to explain who Dante is? I don't <laughs> no, know. We've only oh, got a minute. Oh, no, 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 no. Let me regale you with uh, Azriel's fates. <laughs> I knew I knew both of you guys' answers before we even asked the Look, question. All right, all right, all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something silly and against, because everyone knows what my answer is. If I was to strictly say, according to the fluff, who is the greatest chapter master? It would be Drago because he was written so absurdly good that he soloed and beat Mortarian. I think he's and a horse no clone. Other ch- I, I, think, no other- I think Drago's yeah. a horse clone. There's no other chapter master that's kicked the absolute crap out of a Primarch and carved their name into their heart. Uh, and so therefore, technically, Dante just hasn't given the, been given the opportunity. Uh, it just hasn't done it yet. He hasn't got around to it. It's yeah, like it's on his list. Yet. He's too busy. You know, maybe he'll get to it down the road. Uh, Dustin, pick one for us. Just pick oh, one. I'll, I'll one. get one. I'm going to see if he's still in the chat. Are you still here, buddy? Are you still here? Here you go. Bjorn. There it Ooh, is. He's not a you, know who, you know who you he's are. He's not a chapter master. <laughs> you suck, Dustin. <laughs> oh my goodness. I see what he's Nurgle got a Matt cool name. He should be. He should be. But dude, Logan Rimnar is a good dude. He's like he's like theoretically, he's like the best guy. You know, he's good well, to everybody. There's debate. So is it Vulcan or is it um Logan that are the true, like actual champions good, good of humanity? Guy. Yeah, mm. good guy the master. That's true. That because they both they're both pretty selfless in their protection of others. Ah, they both like. taste the same in the end. Well the the this the space walls the space walls almost turned because of what happened at uh, Armageddon one. When I the don't whole know planet if turn, was turned is well, not. Well, when the whole planet was censured, they almost went renegade and killed the Inqui- Inquisition that were doing it. Fair enough, but I don't, I don't think that they would have turned. I think they would have just yeah. ended that inquisitorial, they, the whatever the Ordo Hereticus or Malice <laughs> or whatever. They would have that, that would have not existed anymore. Yes, we they were never here. Never heard of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is the rule of you know, there's a rule of three <clears throat> that applies to all units. Are we at the state of match play to where there should be potentially a, a, a rule of one or a rule of two or some other imposed restrictions on units in match play? Well, we're almost there already, aren't we? Because we have like the, the limit of like one captain per detachment, one tower command, suit commander, et cetera, et cetera. So we're actually, we're actually not far off this already. So it would only be one more step to just open this up and say, this isn't just HQs, this is also say certain uh, certain um oppressive heavy support slots elite slots etc um stuff that doesn't make sense like planes would be a perfect one yeah Mm -hmm. oh yeah no this is just the theory of the mind is that we have restrictions we have you know even the you know what is it the the stratagems only use thing those are all just rules that are that are match play mm. rules, you know. Is is it time? Have we has this edition matured enough with with the releases of, of Codexes to maybe revisit some of the core of the match play? Mm. Yeah. yeah, possibly. What do you maybe, think, Dustin? Maybe I think we don't necessarily need to limit the rule to one because then you're going to put a lot of angry people that have three of so many things. Like when you start limiting what people can bring in terms of what they own, that that's a feel bad moment. But I think what you can do is something what they're doing with what you're saying, like some of the characters, like for me, I can only bring one of each character in each attachment. So I bring mm. different attachments. So say if you wanted to bring three flyers, you have to bring three different attachments to have one flyer in it. So that then you're paying the CP for it and you have to pay some taxes for the other units, but you'll still get the guys, right? And it still limits it. I feel like that might actually be the way to go. Mm. I was going to do a callback to see if you could only take one of that strength six weapon you mentioned, but I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> seismic, seismic cannon, Paul. Seismic cannon. Seismic water pistol. <laughs> I, will, Look, I will bring one to the camera next week shade. so you can see it. This is a pun inside uh, a pun. If we don't throw shade on the Gene Stealer cult, at least four or five <laughs> We have nowhere to hide. We need the shade. That's right. Okay. That's right. Oh, well, hey, the chat has been absolutely amazing today. Uh, so thanks for joining us. We are at the end of our show. If you are listening after the fact, please do not forget to like, share, subscribe, uh, leave a five-star review. That is uh, like just a, a free, hassle-free way that other people may be able to you know, pick up. You, you fire off the algos and, and maybe other people... Uh, see us and get to listen and come join in the chat with all of you. It has uh, been a pleasure speaking with you, uh, you know, interacting with you all in the chat. And then Adam and Dustin, I've had an absolute blast this evening. We will be back as the show name implies next Thursday as well uh, to run down that weekend's tournaments, tell you what you're going to see, tell you what you're going to need to beat it. You got to come back and join us. See you then guys. I love having Good night, everybody. muscles on my mic like this. See you, everybody. 